Welcome to the Unique Dog Experience. Today's segment is the science of canine behavior. To best illustrate the science of canine behavior, we're going to share a podcast called Dog Dish with Deborah, featuring premier dog trainer Deborah Rosen of Good Citizen Dog. To learn more about Deborah and her positive reward based training, visit goodcitizendog.com. That's good citizendog.com. Now let's turn to the podcast Dog Dish with Deborah. Thanks for listening to Dog Dish. I'm Deborah Rosen. For the past 15 years, as founder and owner of Good Citizen Dog, I've been helping people by educating them about the science of canine behavior. What I'm going to do is help you create peaceful living with your dog. I'm Dina, and I'm producing Dog Dish with Deborah. I'm here to help Deborah give you everything you need to have for peaceful living with your dog. Hey, Deborah. Hey, Dina. How are you doing today? I'm really great. Thank you. I love you. hearing that. Yeah. So, you know what we're going to share with our audience today? Yes, I do. We're going to stop talking so we can start communicating. Why That's don't you right. Share with our audience what that actually means. Well, we're talking about how to best communicate with dogs, to communicate in ways that they best understand, not in ways that we understand or the ways in which we communicate with one another. Oh, I like that. So what would be a good example of stop talking to start communicating? I think one of the things to know is that dogs understand language much differently than we do. They understand tone. They understand facial expressions. They understand maybe one word at a time when we make that word meaningful, and they understand body language. Let's pull up an example. Let's say we have a dog that jumps up on us. And we want that dog to stay down. Yeah, or to do something instead of jump, which is called a redirected behavior. Okay. We want you to do a sit instead of a jump up because a sitting dog is not going to jump on us. So what we'd like to do is instead of saying, get off me, yell at it, push it down, all of these things, what we need to do is quite frankly say one word, which is sit. And that's it. And then we want to follow that up with perhaps having a high-value treat. Yeah. Why don't you tell folks what a high-value treat is? Steak or bacon. Right. Something that they wouldn't normally get that they'll go crazy for and do what you say. Right. Okay. And high-value to match the high-value of the skill or the behavior that you're looking for. We want to use a high-value treat. We want to say one word, and we want to say the word when the dog offers the behavior. So the second the dog sits, you say the word sit make that word meaningful, and then pop that treat in its mouth because we know that timing is critical. Absolutely. And the one thing I think we want to make sure we let folks know is you don't want to have a general conversation with your dog. That's right. Because it comes out like you were saying earlier when we were getting ready to do this podcast, it's like Charlie Brown. Want, 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 breeze. So they get these very small words that they're used to, and the rest of it doesn't mean anything to them. That's right. The other thing to think about is that dogs understand body language. They understand facial expressions. They understand tone and inflection. All of my female clients love to ask their dogs to sit. They put the inflection at the end of the word up, and it sounds like a question mark. And I say to my female clients, and it's not exclusive to females, but men don't do this as much. So I can make that general statement after 15 years of doing this that 
I look at my female clients and I'm saying, you're putting a question mark at the end of that statement, which actually makes it less of a statement. And they well, have to think about it. it's not a statement at all. In light, you're asking the dog if it really wants to, and the dog obviously doesn't. It wanted to jump on you instead. That's right, in the first place. So I tell the, the, the folks, instead of saying sit, to say sit. And to say it just that quickly and that definitively. And you know, us being out here on the West Coast, I always use something that when I train for you in, in your absence, I always say, get like Deborah and just get East Coast on your dog. Yeah, it's right. not mean, it just is. And that's really what we're getting at is we want them to know that this just is what you are expected to do. We're not asking, we're telling. Right. Dina, what's helpful for folks to know about and do is to ask the dog to do something once. To say it in a way that the dog will hear it, which is with authority. So you want to say sit. And most of all, and here's the most important thing about stop talking and start communicating. We need to build in hand signals or visual cues so that the dog understands because we're communicating with it very specifically to that dog. By using a hand signal, it's the only thing that that dog will actually see and here because it's exclusively for that dog. We don't make those hand signals for any other reason. Like we do with conversation, the way I'm talking with you now, if we have a dog in the room right now, but he's not really hearing anything I'm saying. But if I were to bring him over to, to me and give him the hand signal for sit, he would do it immediately because it was ex exclusively his. So to sum it up, we wanna communicate clearly with dogs in doing so, you want to use language that they understand. You want to use tone. You want to use inflection, but only when it's appropriate. When you say a, a command that's a stop command, like sit or stay or down, you want to say it just like that. You don't want to have an inflection going up or down. You want to say it pretty monotone. And you want to have some hand signals that the dog understands because they're exclusively his. And if you do communicate this way and you're consistent, this dog will understand you very clearly. And folks, don't forget, your dog's always looking at you for every cue that it needs to. And if it isn't, you need to get in some more Zen work because that's the whole idea of a well-behaved dog. That's another podcast, though. I like it. Let's do it. All right. All right, Deborah. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. Good Citizen Dog has been the premier destination for dog training. Good Citizen uses the most modern, positive, reward-based training techniques. Good Citizen Dog is creating peaceful living with your dog. For more information, go to goodcitizendog.com. That's Citizen with a Z. Or call 855-936-3649. That's 855-936-3649. for tuning in to the Unique Dog Experience. For all things Unique Dogs, visit uniquedogs.com. That's U-N-E-E-K-D-O-G-S.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our podcast is available on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud.